My new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, is out. You can get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what Nicholas said on March 6th on Amazon. Incredibly incisive, useful, and sensible. The author is not greedy and is, in fact, extremely generous and does not hold back on the knowledge he imparts. I've barely made it halfway to the book, and I'm already gushing over the book because it's an absolute gem. Nathan gets to the point quick, shows proof, and best of all, shows you not just what to do, but how to do it in explicit detail. To say the book is actionable is an understatement. Now, you guys that listen to the podcast know I'm detail-oriented, so that review might not surprise you, but I hope you grab the book. It's now a Wall Street Journal instant national bestseller. Grab it at capitalistbook.com. Audible version is available too. He goes from vacuums to Wall Street to coffee filters to e-commerce, started Scuban in 2015. His team's now is 27 people based up there in New York City and Jersey, helping over, well, well over a thousand customers. E-commerce brands scale, get more efficient, understand purchase history, inventory, things like that. Growing rapidly, $1,500 a month is kind of a minimum ARPU, so somewhere in the 1.5 million range is a healthy minimum in terms of MRR. 3 to 5% annual gross logo churn which he feels like is his addressable churn, obviously healthy there. Minimum lifetime value there, 18 months at 26 grand. Scaling, and I love this part, basically bootstraps. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Chad Rubin. He builds e-commerce businesses. Fresh out of college in Wall Street, he took his family vacuum business online and built his own direct-to-consumer e-commerce business called Crucial Vacuum. He grew it from zero to a $20 million valuation in just seven years. He happens to be a top 250 Amazon seller, and he co-founded Scubana with his friend and built one of e-commerce hottest operational softwares. Chad, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. How do you get, first off, how do you get excited about vacuums? Well, you don't really. Uh, I grew up in the vacuum industry, so uh, it was a very sort of nice transition to starting my own direct-to-consumer vacuum filter business. But then I capitalized on a passion. We started making coffee filters because I love coffee. Interesting. Okay, so I had you on about a year and a half ago, and at that point, you told me you had about 300 customers. You were doing, I think, about 3.6 million bucks in annual revenue, 12 employees, and had about 1.9 million raised. So before we get into kind of updates on those numbers, tell me, for people that are just now tuning into this episode and missed the last one, what do you do, and is it a pure play SaaS model? So Stubana is a pure play SaaS model. We're one-year commitments uh, build monthly uh, for our clients, really focusing on advanced sellers, and we're an operation platform. So the point when someone checks out on Shopify or Amazon all the way to the point of delivery, we do everything in between to make that happen. So orders, inventory, algorithmic purchase orders, and analytics all on one platform instead of using fragmented softwares. What's an algorithmic purchase order? So imagine in the old days or even today right now, people go through all these reports. How many do they need to order? When do they need to order it? With what vendor? At what cost? What's the minimum based on the lead time? Using technology to automate that process. So now you're just approving purchase orders. So we have a system that takes all the velocity from all the different channels you sell on and will literally 
automatically place a purchase order for you, awaiting your approval with a bow on top. So it's replacing it's replacing uh, human labor and doing it much quicker than what, what a human can do. That's really the benefit of technology. Okay, and so most of your customers in our what e-commerce brands? Yeah, retailers uh, and direct consumer brands. And what are you at today in terms of total customers? We're we're approaching quadruple digits. Uh, in, since we last spoke, I mean, our, our company has grown uh, probably four x on our employees. I mean, three x maybe. What are we? Twenty seven employees right now. Okay. Uh, so we've experienced a tremendous amount of growth and we just came in higher quick enough. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. So yeah, you're at 13 employees. Last time we spoke, you're up at 27. Now, where's most of the hiring come from Are salespeople, engineers, marketers, it's account managers to support our, our customers along with engineering. Okay. And have you done anything like introduce additional products to increase the average price each customer is paying you? Or are you still, people are still paying you what I think you told me about a thousand bucks a month is the average. Yeah, it's grown significantly from there. Uh, we just started doing a lot more upstream. The product has matured. We fortified the platform. You know, we're adding features, but now we're focusing more on large features that have a large impact. Okay, so what would you say the average is at now? Are we talking like five grand a month, ten grand a month, a hundred grand a month? Uh, it's it's increased significantly since a thousand was our sort of old min. Now our, now our min is fourteen hundred dollars. Okay, uh, to start just to just to get in the door, and it goes all the way up. Yeah, I imagine you have huge, huge power users, and then you have a long tail of kind of more SMB commerce brands. But I mean, is it fair to say an a, a fair average is around your minimum fifteen hundred bucks, something like that? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair average. Okay, but again, and, it's broad spectrum. Yeah, why did you decide to? Um, why? I mean, are you generally when you're thinking about with your engineering team new product? Are you generally saying, will this product serve our enterprise cohort, or will this product serve our SMB cohort? So we actually, so we just came away from Saster and we decided to change a lot of our feature uh, feature request models. Because, like, think about it, we have all these features coming in from sales, from account managers, from current clients, from potential clients. So we were prioritizing features of what's going to actually service uh, a massive problem for our current clients and future clients uh, that everyone can use, right? So it has to be feasible, desirable, uh, and viable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're judging based on. And now we're just focusing on big features. So yeah, when, when we are adding features, we think about, okay, is this going to make us a lot of money? Yep. Well, hey, that's a good Number thing. One. I'm a ca- I'm a capitalist too, so I appreciate it. Now, you said you grew about 4X. You told me last time you were doing about 3 million, 3.5 million bucks in AR. Are you guys, what, doing 12, 15 now? We, so I think even last time we spoke, we don't like publicly disclose it, but we're, we've grown, as you can see, if you think about our employee ramp up, the same way our, our revs have ramped up as well. Okay, so you've doubled employee base. I can generally back in and say, okay, maybe you've about doubled in size. Yep. Okay. And just to be clear, yeah, yeah. Those numbers, by the way, all I'm doing is just obviously, and you know this, I'm just taking the customer count times the ARPU. So if you said, I think you said, you said in a weird way, but you said quadruple digits. So north of a thousand customers multiplied by that minimum of 1500. I mean, you guys have to be doing at least 1.5 million per month if those numbers are accurate. Your your arithmetic, your arithmetic is close. Have you, have you bootstrapped or did you raise an additional capital? So we just, we've literally been using the capital that we have and we're actually less about taking money. We're more about making money. Got it. So you, so, you had the, you, you haven't raised any more than the 1.9 you last raised. Nope. And only 880,000 of that was actually, and you can see it's on Crunchbase, was actual like investors outside of myself. Okay. Got it. So was it part of that debt as well or no, that was all just your money plus, so you put in a million investors, put in 900 or was part of the million venture yeah. debt? No, a million is my is my contribution, not okay. part of the cap table. And then eight eight eighty is Brian Lee from Shoe Dazzle, Honest Company, Legal Zoom, uh, James Thompson, who one of the early uh, employees of Amazon, who's founder of the Prosper Show. So 
Uh, we've had, we, and of course, friends and family. Yep. Yep. That makes good sense. Um, talk to me about growth. What, I mean, uh, that was about a, again, a year and a half ago. I think we last spoke, but over the past 12 months, are you generally doubling year over year, quadrupling year over year? What are you aiming for? Same, same run rate that we've been, that we've been focusing on. We've been, as you scale and grow, obviously new, new issues and problems arise. So for us, we're really, really doubling down this year, at least on marketing, because we don't have a marketing team. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we have literally scaled this business with no marketing team whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I want to dive. Me. I want to dive more into that in terms of how you've you know quadrupled your customer base since we last spoke. But again, back to my question: over the past twelve months, have you about doubled? Like, what has been the growth? Uh, if you look at the employee growth, we, I think we just talked about this. If you look yeah, at but the why do you? Growth, but why do you keep it? Why do you keep attributing company growth to how many more employees you have? That just means more costs. Yeah. It does mean more costs, but if you actually are ramping up more account managers, means you have to service more clients. So all of our account managers need to be managing the, the clients that we have. Mm-hmm. So again, we don't publicly, like we have stakeholders, we don't publicly discuss our, our numbers, but I'm trying to give you a, a, a guide. Mm-hmm. So are you, when you think about how you're operating the business then, and should I make more hires this month or should I not make more hires per month, are you looking at the bottom line and saying, I want to stay right about break even, or are you looking at, I want to keep a ratio of this many customers per account manager? Uh, I think it's, it's actually a mix of both, but it, it takes us about a year to ramp up an account manager to get them to be, to, to, to like run like efficiently and to manage our clients. So we have a very, very large platform. So we have to think about, okay, what's the ramp up time? the new clients that we're bringing on board. But also, since we're like nearly bootstrapped, right, we need to think about, we have to be very financially disciplined with our capital. Mm-hmm. So we can't just spend frivolously on all types of things like other SaaS companies do today. Mm-hmm. So 27 people, how many of them are account managers? I think we're at 14 now, roughly. Okay, so fairly significant amount. And then wh- how many engineers? Uh, 10. Okay, so that's the majority of your team. Just, that's twenty four. We right just there. hired an, we just yeah we just hired a project manager. We're looking for another developer and another account manager. And where are you guys uh, all based? So <laughs> that's the other big change. So we used to be only devs and only engineering team in New York City, and then the rest of the team was in Jersey uh, in our other office. And now we've actually started building our team in New York City, uh, just because it's been very very difficult to find talent in Jersey. Interesting, but I imagine it's way more expensive in New York. It is way more expensive, yes. but <laughs> yeah. there's also uh, like there's veterans and talent that we can tap into versus trying to train from the bottom up and learn from paper cuts. And you're talking development or AEs bringing their own Rolodex to the table. Exactly. The second, but bo- bo- both both are. I mean, yeah. So we've been traditionally hiring account managers that uh, don't have much experience, never have been in the SaaS in the SaaS world, and we're really flipping that now since we're hiring New York City. We're hiring people that have been in SaaS that have like already onboarded clients. So it's not, it's, for them, it's less about Rolodex. It's more about like they have knowledge. They've been in this industry for a long time and they can bring everything they learned from their previous companies over to our company. Sure. Tell me about your churn. Churn. So that was, I think I just partially addressed some of our churn, talking about how we prioritize feature requests. And so we've been prioritizing feature requests based on, hey, this is the most angry client that we have and they're paying a lot of money. <laughs> Let's try to prevent them from leaving the platform to now let's actually like if someone needs like a, a, a serious feature that no one on a platform needs that's custom wear and we need to really focus on our software so we're starting to start pick and choose clients that should be on our platform instead of just accepting everybody onto the platform yeah i think and controlled so, churn can be a healthy thing what are you guys at though would you say in terms of churn annually i think we're right at the right now if you look at our addressable churn we're right at the average three to five percent okay what is addressable what do you mean addressable churn 
So, so since our platform has changed tremendously uh, since inception, you'll notice that we have a different type of client base. It's legacy on our platform. And I think most SaaS companies suffer from this as well. Yep. So we have your initial, initial OG clients. Discounted monthly plans. Exactly. Yeah. They also probably are underpaying for the platform, right? Yep. 30 um, different names and Stripe for all the different products you created early <laughs> to test, right? Exactly. So to me, those are legacy clients that are also non-contractual clients, uh, whereas now we have a contractual model on our platform, uh, punching much more upstream. So that's the first one is you've got your legacy clients that I don't, I don't count as addressable churn. Got it. And then, and then you have these like large, you have certain clients on our platform that uh, sort of maybe should have never been on the platform. Like may, they need something that's very, 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 very special and that we did it in the early days, but we probably wouldn't do it again today. To so, just to bring them on the platform. So addressable churn, 3 to 5%, that's, I think that's normal, and I think that's, uh, that's right where we are. But obviously, we're working our butts off day in and day out to make sure that we can uh, even lower that even more. And just to be clear, is that annual logo churn or annual revenue churn? Logo churn. Okay, logo churn. Now, I, I imagine, I mean, have you guys reached net negative revenue churn when you add back expansion revenue? When you add back expansion revenue, have we reached negative churn? Uh that's a good question. I have to dig into the numbers a little more. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I no. only care about I only care about numbers that you look at. So if that's not something you look at, we'll, we'll skip over that. But so you're what you care about in terms of churn, you're just looking at at, at gross annual logo churn. Right now, it's three to five percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Um, you mentioned you're scaling this thing with with you're essentially the marketing guy. I mean, how are people finding you? What what I, I would ask you CAC number, but it sounds like you're not doing any direct paid spend. No direct paid spend. Outside of, we do have a, an inbound salesperson, right, that manages all the inbound leads that come our way. And then we also have one outbound that we just activated in September of last year. So you could technically count that as, you know, as, your, as your CAC. Uh, do you look at CAC or no? You don't care about it right now? Right now, I have so many things to care about. I'm focusing on keeping current clients and how do we find new ones in a rapid way to scale this thing and, and get to where we need to be. Ignoring your legacy folks and only focusing on the kinds of new customers you want to be adding, kind of where you're focusing the product at, what do you mm-hmm. assume those clients, when they join your platform, based off your historical data on that same cohort, how long do you expect them to stay with you? Like, what do you assume minimum lifetime value is? Oh, it's at a minimum of a year, right? Because we have a year con- contracts, but we're a very sticky platform. Think about it. You're using our platform to run and automate your entire business. On top of that, we have an open API where they connect all these other integrations into our platform, which enhances the stickiness. Yep. So for us, uh, I mean, I, I think that we're doing a great job. And I think that if you look at it, we have about, eight, I would say LTV is probably 18 months. Yep. And that's just being very conservative. But like once clients use our platform, they don't quickly leave. Like we're a necessity. We're not a luxury platform. We're a necessity. Totally. Yeah. No. That's I, I asked for a conservative measure, and it sounds like that's a conservative thing. Is eighteen months at fifteen hundred bucks a month? Obviously, at an average, that'd be about twenty six grand minimum. But I imagine you have mm-hmm. many that have paid you way more than that. Even if you look at your current customers. Yep. Interesting. Um. Good. So, and and again, the company launched in twenty fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're not raising right now. Absolutely not. Who are you selling to right now? Uh, what clients you mean? No, no, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to see. You're not being. You're not in any acquisition talks right now, are you? Shopify? No, 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 no. no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't sell to Shopify if they offered you 100 million bucks. My min is 500 million. Personally, 500. <laughs> and, uh, 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our number. That's, that's interesting. Our, for sure, our number. 
but yeah, I think we're still early. We're still, believe it or not, we are extremely still early stage and we're barely scratching the surface, which is why I'm like looking to see how do we ramp up our inbound marketing efforts? How do we ramp up our outbound? Because I think we're, again, just scratching the surface yep. of right. e-commerce. All right, Chad, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's the last business book you read? Last business book that I read, uh, Expert Secrets, Russell Brunson. That's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I really like the founder of Basecamp. Yep, J- Jason Fried. Jason Fried. Yeah, yeah, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Scubana? Online tool for building Scubana. Uh, in terms of what? Building what? Like what you use on a daily basis to just build and grow the company. Are there tools you use? Uh, tools that we use. We use HubSpot. Okay. We use Jira. We use Slack. Uh, we use Trello for, for our, a lot of our blogging and content calendar. So I'm in that frequently. But yeah, we're using the traditional tools I think most, most companies are using. We're using Intercom, which actually we're looking to deploy even further after talking to Metzaster. That's great. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I'm actually a good sleeper. Seven, seven, eight hours. That's good. That's good. The day. And what's your situation, man? You married, single, you have kids? Married. I've known my wife since college. We were college sweethearts and we have a cat named Collie and uh, <laughs> kids are, that's, that's probably part of the future plan. Yeah. That's, that's, on the, that's on the product roadmap, right? Uh-huh. All right. Sure. And how old are you, Chad? Uh, 32. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I wish, I, I probably should have started my entrepreneurial effort sooner, right? I knew I was an entrepreneur deep down inside, but was kind of scared to do it. And so I, it, I needed to get fired from Wall Street after three or three or four years of working Wall Street from 7 a.m. to 2 a.m. So probably would have rather started in college and I wasn't the social norm back then, but I think that would have been uh, fun to do. He goes from vacuums to Wall Street to coffee filters to e-commerce, started Scubana in 2015. His team's now is 27 people based up there in New York City and Jersey, helping over, well, well over a thousand customers. E-commerce brands scale, get more efficient, understand purchase history, inventory, things like that. Growing rapidly, $1,500 a month is kind of a minimum ARPU. So somewhere in the 1.5 million range is a healthy minimum in terms of MRR. 3.3 to 5% annual gross logo churn which he feels like is his addressable churn, obviously healthy there. Minimum lifetime value there, 18 months at 26 grand. Scaling, and I love this part, basically bootstrapped. Chad, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it.